It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Here is your host, the one and only, and thank God for that, Rob Carson. Hi. Lots of stuff to get to on the on the show today, including uh, Joe Biden's <laughs> speech yesterday in Michigan. And he was greeted by hundreds and hundreds of people uh, screaming, let's go, Brandon, with big old signs that say, let's go, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> and he's convinced, oh, yeah, it's because 80 million voted. people voted for me. We'll, we'll get into that. We've got uh, the FBI going after parents who, uh, who are sick and tired of the idiocy being taught, the leftist Marxist crap being taught in public schools. So the FBI is going to go after them as terrorists. And just real quick, I just want to welcome all of my fellow terrorists to the air today, because I am, I guess, a terrorist according to Merrick Garland's uh, Justice Department. I am, a, I am a terrorist. I have a 16-year-old daughter who is a, a junior in high school, and I have actually gone to school board meetings and said, I think masks are stupid. So I am a terrorist supreme, I guess. So uh, FBI, I guess I need to be monitored, because I said something in a school board meeting, and I actually showed up at a school board meeting. You know, remember the movie? I don't really remember the movie, but Mr. Smith goes to Washington. He goes, that, Mr. Smith would be arrested and charged with some sort of conspiracy. <laughs> Mr. Smith, would, he would be in the brig, ladies and gentlemen. He would be in solitary confinement at the D.C. version of the Bastille, where January 6th protests are being held as we speak. And by the way, Lieutenant Colonel Scheller has been let out of the brig. And we have proven that if we make enough noise... The government will fold like a house of cards. I truly believe we in this country can have a Berlin Wall movement. And right now we are seeing that Berlin Wall movement around the country. And it is getting louder and louder by the minute. And the amazing thing is, it's actually in good spirits. People are at football games are screaming, uh, let's go Brandon. And, and it's not like... We kill him, kill him. No, it's, 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 it's funny. It's like, you know, bleep you, Biden. And it is, uh, it is, it, that's, it's classic America. It is classic America. It's what Australia used to be before they got woke and stupid and restrictive and Nazi-like. Which is where they want to take us. Which is where the, uh, the, the, the federal government, the Biden administration, wants to take us. So we've got a bunch of that coming up today. Oh, oh boy. I've got some COVID stuff that shows that vaccine. Well, let me just say the higher the vaccine rate, the higher the infection rate. Around the world, a gigantic new study today. So did you hear what they want to do now? Uh, Janet Yellen apparently has poo-pooed this. Some politicians think they found a silver bullet for the impasse over the debt limit, except the bullet is made of platinum, a million, a trillion dollar, a trillion dollar coin, token of all tokens, and use it to flood the treasury with cash and drive Republicans crazy. This is according to Breitbart. Uh, 
however probable it is conceivable the government could turn $1 trillion into a coin of the realm without lawmakers having anything to say. Now, I had heard there were rumors, this is just a rumor, that they already had minted a couple of these coins, and Joe Biden got one of them stuck at a vending machine. He was getting a Coke in Michigan yesterday, and he sat there and he rattled it and he tried to move the machine, but he's so physically weak he can't open a peanut butter jar. Got some uh, Secret Service agents, they rattled a little bit. Ultimately, he just ended up writing a note there for the guy who comes there and fills up the machine. If you could please return the trillion dollar coin to Joe Biden, uh, I'd sure appreciate that. Apparently, there's a quirky law from over 20 years ago. It seems to allow the administration to mint coins of any denomination without congressional approval as long as they're platinum. <laughs> I think they ought to make it like a Chuck E. Cheese token. I think that'd be perfect. You know, that's about as, the, all the faith and credit of the United States government. Here's Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. By the way, you could spend a trillion dollars at Chuck E. Cheese and never win the boombox that they've had sitting on the shelf there for 25 years. You, would, you could send a trillion dollars at Chuck E. Cheese and you'd never win the, the video game set, the PlayStation 1, that's still sitting there from 1995 because nobody has ever won it. But for a trillion dollars, you could walk away with some Smarties, some Dum Dums, a little spider ring, uh, one of those, uh, the, the, what they call the Chinese finger traps. You get some of those, uh, little rubber balls. Yep, for a trillion dollars, which is actually more than you'll get out of the federal government when you really think about it, because you're ultimately going to end up paying for everything. Specifically, the law says the Treasury may mint or issue platinum bullion coins. This sounds like one of those TV commercials. Order now your special trillion-dollar collectible platinum coin. And if you order now, we'll throw in a second trillion-dollar platinum coin, which is worth absolutely nothing because the United States of America is so ungodly under debt, and your children are going to pay for it for the rest of their lives. Well, they call it the shyster mint. The shyster mint. Call now. Call the shyster mint right now and order this glorious in a fantastic plastic case that is perfect for display on your mantle. It's not worth a trillion dollars. It never could be worth a trillion dollars because our faith and credit is really becoming crap. So anyway, uh, Janet Yellen says that uh, they just kind of slap the idea down uh, and they say it's not going to happen. What's uh, necessary is for Congress to show that the world can count on America paying its debt. Well, right now we really don't pay our debt. We just kind of pay our interest. You know, it's like it's not even the minimum payment. So if the, if the economy is so great, Joe Biden, Biden says, we've created more jobs than any time in any administration in the first. We've created more jobs. Then why the hell do we need an emergency stimulus package? I really don't like to use the word stimulus package and Joe Biden in the same, uh, in the same thought. That's just, uh, yeah. What is the Rescue America plan? It's called the Rescue America plan. Well, okay. So we, we just um, experienced the greatest uh, job growth in the history of the country. The giant economic boom is well underway. Why do we need a Rescue America plan? That would be like um, Michael Phelps is 10 lengths ahead in a 400-meter swim you know, event, and Joe Biden would throw him a life preserver. Hey, man, just wanted to tell you. Just stop what you're doing, grab the life preserver. I know you've only got, uh, you know, uh, 15 meters to win the race. I mean, to absolutely blow away the competition, add a 57th gold medal to your neck or whatever Michael Phelps has. You could go out and use a trillion-dollar coin, buy some weed, whatever you want to do. But just stop what you're doing right now in the middle of the race, whatever you do. And I'm going to throw this this 3.7, 4700000000000 dollars life preserver to you so you can stop racing and, uh, and and I'm going to save you. <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, unbelievable. And inflation is out of control. 
Last night, I went to uh, Walmart. I like, you know, I'm a Walmart shopper. My wife's a Target shopper. I just like Walmart. I don't like Walmart. Walmart is just, I like Walmart. And so I'm in Walmart, and, uh, you know, I always like to look at the, you know, uh, I go to the back in there and look at the steaks and stuff, and I was looking at these. They're selling these uh, these tomahawk ribeye, and a tomahawk ribeye is a, it's probably politically incorrect. They'll probably change it. They'll probably change it to something because it's offensive to Native Americans. They'll have to call it a ball bean hammer ribeye or a, a marshmallow inoffensive cotton ball ribeye. Anyway, something like that. So because we wouldn't want to offend anybody by calling it a tomahawk ribeye. Anyway, this tomahawk ribeye is about two and a half pounds. It's, it's just glorious. Oh my God, it's a piece of beef. It's got a bone sticking out of it and it's wonderful. And about uh, two months ago, when I found out I was getting this gig, I decided we'd really celebrate. And so I bought one tomahawk ribeye and it was $27. Now these things are big enough to feed two people or three people. So I fed my daughter, my wife, and me this glorious tomahawk ribeye. So last night I go back and I'm walking along there, you know, and I'm looking at, and I noticed that this week Andrew pears are $1.89 and last week they were $1.29. And I noticed that these uh, honey crisp apples that they get you addicted to by cutting the price and then you come back to buy them again and they jack up the price. Um, I call it the Honeycrisp Cartel. They're two sixty nine. Last week they were a dollar eighty nine, and I'm walking up and down. I'm looking around here, and then I go over to the Tomahawk Ribeye, and I'm walking down the meat counter, and here's the you know the salmon, and here's the the lamb burgers and hamburgers, and here's the and there, literally there was a, I guess there was a hole in the ceiling because a the beam of light came down from the heavens, and it, it was right on the Tomahawk Ribeye, and I heard that Tomahawk Ribeye calling my name, and I walked over to that Tomahawk Ribeye. And I looked at that tomahawk ribeye, and it was $47. The tomahawk ribeye went from $27 to $47 in about a month. It's like $16.95 a pound. Hold on. I, got, I still got it on my phone. I just still got the picture on my phone. $45.46. It's $16.47 a pound. And that same steak cost me about $27 about a month ago. And so I said, um, I don't think so. I won't be buying a tomahawk ribeye anytime soon. Thank you very much. And even the other ribeyes and, and filet mignon, forget about it. Filet mignon, it, it, we, it, I could get, there was a store near me. I could get it for $7 a pound on special or eleven ninety nine on not special. It's twenty two ninety nine a pound now. There won't be any uh, filet mignon on the Carson dinner table anytime soon. But inflation's going through the ceiling. This is not a big surprise. And if they pass this idiotic spending bill, it's going to go through the ceiling. Guys, I'm telling you, I was a kid when Jimmy Carter was president, but I do remember people paying 12 to 20% interest rates on homes and cars. Energy prices have increased 25% from last year. Grocery prices said, it says here, 2.8%. Yeah, right. Tell that to my tomahawk ribeye that I'm not buying. And then we've got bottlenecks and supply chain problems like hundreds of cargo ships sitting off the west and east coast. And I'm going to tell you right now, and normally, you know, like Glenn Beck, I saw Glenn Beck talking about this. And a lot of times Glenn, Glenn Beck, you know, he can, be a, he can be a little conspiratorial at times. And that's fine. I, you know, but I think, I think he's a rock solid, rock solid host. And I, I agree with him. <laughs> You know, I've got a stand-up freezer in my garage. I've got a, I've got a fridge with a freezer in my garage, and they're full of food. And I've got my Patriot Supplies down there, which I just bought literally two months ago because I'm just kind of worried. If we can run out of toilet paper last year and meat and hand sanitizer and paper towels and all of this, don't you suppose this idiotic, irresponsible spending bill could cause the same thing to happen?
And the fact that cargo container ships are sitting off of our ports and not able to dump, and they're talking about Christmas, you're not going to be able to watch what you want for Christmas? And, of course, it used to cost me uh, $30 to fill my tank. Now it cost me 45 But don't worry. There, this, this isn't going to, this presenting bill is going to cost a thing. It's not going to cost a thing. It's just a big puppy. Give us our $5 trillion puppy, and this time we'll feed and water it. And, and this time, for the first time in our country's history, the federal government will not starve that puppy to death and kill that puppy and not even take care of that puppy. This time, old Uncle Joe Biden, who's been in Washington, D.C. for 50 years, is finally going to get it right. We are looking to the future by looking at our failed past. Joe Biden. Woo. Woo. And where's Kamala? Where's Kamala? She's being groomed. Probably even had a little plastic surgery. Shh. Don't tell anybody. So Joe Biden went to uh, Michigan yesterday and he was uh, touting his uh, Save America or whatever the hell it is, spending bill that we don't really need because he says the economy is rolling at the best pace and ever and ever and ever. Here's a, here's a person who was very excited about Joe Biden coming to visit their hometown. Tell me, what are your thoughts about the president visiting tomorrow? I wish you'd just stay out of this state and leave us alone. Okay, well, that's that was just one. That was just one person. That was, oh, and then there were the, I guess, maybe almost a thousand people along the road there, yeah, as he was uh, riding in. And, yeah. I think this is very reflective of how residents, not only here in Livingston County, but real Americans, when you leave the Washington, D.C. bubble, feel about the out-of-control spending that's happening. Yeah, but you know what Joe Biden says? The reason why there are all those signs that said, uh, let's go, Brandon, lining, and they were hundreds of signs that say, let's go, Brandon, is because he got a lot more votes than anybody in history. And notwithstanding some of the signs that I saw come, that's why 81 million Americans voted for me. I love it when he does stand up. That is, that is hilarious. Listen now. Listen to the crowd. Look here. Listen to this crowd. By the way, there's a crowd like 20 people to see him. Standing some of the signs that I saw come. That's why yeah. 81 million Americans voted for me. The largest number of votes in American history. Yeah, there you go. We believe that. Clear. Yeah, really. Yeah, sure. If 81. Doesn't that just sound like the largest number of votes ever? The most popular president ever. And and then of course he got. Uh, uh, well, a little bit uh, bumbly. Parenthetically, when you build a charging station, it's like back in the day when my grandpa worked for the American Oil Company back in the turn of the, in the 1920 in that area. They went from state. What the hell is he talking about? If you if you voted for Joe Biden, are you embarrassed yet? Oh, yeah, you can't be embarrassed and you feel no shame. When you build a Georgie station, it's like back in the day when my grandpa... You build a Georgie station like his grandpa did. Worked for the American Oil Company. In the American Oil Company. Back in the turn of the... Back in the turn of the... In the 1920 and that... 1992-20s. ...area. They went from state to state convincing people that they put... allowed them to put 20,000 gallons of gasoline under the ground. They didn't want them around. What the hell did he just say here he is talking about gretchen whitmer what a wonderful governor she even though she's not she's terrible she's always got that, that greasy kind of sheen on her face too i don't know is it is that is that caused by mental disease or disorder you haven't heard a lot of gretchen whitmer lately because she's wildly unpopular and she's behind in the polls but here he is i don't know what he i don't know where he's going with this if it's some sort of a twisted fantasy or whatever but here is uh, joe biden talking about the the michigan governor and the lieutenant governor of course, it's great to be here with uh, my friend, 
we become friends. And outside, I don't know her name, but, uh, you know. Standing governor, one of the best governors in the United States. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. America. Yeah. And her lieutenant governor, who uh, covers her in every way, both in terms of physically and mentally and every other way. How? Okay. Mm, boy. Wow. Joe. Joe, 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 Joe. Joe. So he thinks that... Gretchen Widmer is covered physically by the lieutenant governor. Let's hear. Let's hear that again. It's a little. It's a little. Uh, it's. It's. Yeah. Uh, my friend, we become friends. An outstanding governor, one of the best governors in the United States of America. Oh dear Lord. And her lieutenant, like Gavin Newsom, and a governor who uh, covers her in every way, both in terms of physically and mentally, and every other way. In your dreams. You and thank you for all you did to help me get elected. I really mean it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wait, did she stuff ballot boxes and cheat and stuff and do the mail-in voting and the and the stop the counting in the middle of the night and then stuff the ballots in favor of Joe Biden by ninety-five to one hundred percent the next morning? Like, did, is that what she did? Look, I know there's a lot of noise in Washington. There always is, but it seems to. And you've been there making that noise for fifty years. Be a little more than usual now. A whole lot of hyperbole. A lot of heat. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, well, that's that's never happened, actually. Here he is talking about millionaires, billionaires. I think he mentioned trillionaires the other day. People don't know if you walk to the average informed person, doctor, lawyer, or whatever. You mean anybody other than a Democrat? And said child care tax credit. They're not sure what that means. Well, what it means is, you know, if you were making a decent salary and you had two kids or three kids or four under the age of 18, you get to deduct $2,000 for each child off your bottom line of your taxes you owe. Well, guess what? If you're making 15 bucks an hour, you don't have any taxes to pay like that. So guess what? You got nothing. Zero. Well, if you're an adult and you got three or four children and you're only able to make $15 an hour, um, that's not my fault. Zero. No help. My friends on the other team have no problem giving billionaires and millionaires gigantic. Billionaires and zillionaires and trillionaires. And there's a lot of billionaires buying your son's paintings. We'll get into his art show last night. And all the people who are going to buy, the anonymous people who are going to buy his wonderful art. And they're mostly billionaires. And they're mostly from China. Here is where Joe Biden starts talking about. Uh, this is a tax cut. Yeah, the child tax credit. And he starts like talking about, it sounds like he's almost selling children. This is a tax cut. You know, what it does is now, and it's in place, and people in your state are understanding it now, instead of it provides it up the ante how much you could get for a child under seven. Okay, there you go. That's where it kind of sounds like you're selling children, which is what they're doing at the border, the southern border, actually. Instead of it provides it up the ante how much you could get for a child under seven. You get 3600 bucks. $3,600. I think that's a little cheaper than tomahawk ribeye now. Tax cut on a yearly basis. And you get 3000 for a child under 17. But guess what we did? Well, see, that's what you're doing for inflation. Children are costing us much more. That just sounded really bad. <laughs> that really sounded bad on his part. But he has this, uh, this no way of uh, comprehending or understanding what he says or what is written for him. Because, uh, honestly, uh, his brain is gone. His, his brain is, is completely, completely gone. You're being told that you can't go to work and you're being told that you can't send your kid to school, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I have some startling statistics about vaccine, uh, the number of people getting vaccines and the countries who are experiencing the biggest outbreaks. And they're the ones who are most vaccinated. So we're going to get into that. I have to laugh. Uh, uh, Andrew Yang has started his uh, forward political party. Um, he says that the two party 
system isn't working. He ran for president. He got no. He got fewer people. I think he did worse than uh, Kamala Harris. If you're going to start a political movement, don't you have to have a following? I mean, right? I mean, can you can you poll at one percent? in New York City and, and create a political party and have people come with you. And it kind of reminds me of Bluto's big speech in Animal House. Nothing is over until we decide it is. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Germans? Forget it, he's rolling. And it ain't over now. Because when the going gets tough... The tough get going! Who's with me? Let's go! Come on! And nobody followed him. That's uh, that's Andrew Yang right now. He says the current two-party duopoly is not working while the two major parties have different issues. We can all see that polarization is getting worse and worse. I think with some politicians, it's bipolarization. With 42% of both parties regarding the other as not just mistaken, but evil. You know, uh, actually, with the Democrat Party, if you look at its record of slavery and abortion and Jim Crow and, you know, wanting to keep women from voting, I'd say they're pretty much a little more evil than we are. Uh, Neither side is able to meaningfully solve problems, so we are getting angrier and angrier. And it's time to, uh, I guess he's going to create his own party. Now, I would be excited about this because I think dividing up the Democrat Party would be a great thing. You could divide the vote. But unfortunately, I think that Andrew Yang is about as popular as psoriasis. So, um, in fact, I think if he called it the psoriasis party, he would actually get more people uh, to be a part of it because a lot more people have psoriasis than ever consider voting for Andrew Yang. Seriously. Seriously. Democrat Party's approval rating is uh, dropping dramatically among independents. It's because they're um, they're lying to you about everything, pretty much, and the country and uh, and the economy are going straight to hell. The Democrat Party's favorability rating among independents has plummeted 13 points since January. The drop in approval rating from 48 to 35 has depressed the party's overall approval rating from 48 to 43 over the same period last year. So, and, and all the bellwethers are saying that the Republicans are going to mop the floor with the Democrats in 2022, provided the Democrats don't try to steal the election. <laughs> so I went to the uh, wholesale club this weekend and uh, ended up buying pork instead of beef because beef has become ungodly expensive. Inflation is running hot right now. You're seeing it everywhere, including when you fill up your, uh, your tank, yeah. Plus $3.5 trillion spending bill coming from the government. You think things are going to get better? You think inflation is going to go down? I don't think so. Contact Birch Gold Group to request a free info kit on physical precious metals. See if diversifying into gold makes sense for you. Most probably it does. The comprehensive 20-page kit reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can legally Move your IRA or 401k out of stocks and bonds and into a precious metals IRE. Birch Gold Group has thousands of satisfied customers and A-plus rating with the BBB. If you want your kit, text Newsmax to 989-898. For a limited time, you can see uh, if you qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals on your next purchase. Again, just text Newsmax to the number 989-898. 989-898 for Birch Gold Group. Have you been watching this phony Facebook whistleblower who's a tool, Francis Hogan? 
Uh, she has uh, been on Capitol Hill talking about uh, Facebook, and um, I haven't paid much of attention to it. I, I watched a little bit of the um, 60 Minutes piece over the weekend, and she said nothing about uh, conservatives being censored, which makes her a political tool. Um, apparently, uh, she has served on the Facebook civic integrity team that decided to put the lid on the Hunter Biden story last year. Despite its accuracy and its potential to affect the results of the upcoming election. So she is actually pressuring Facebook to censor more conservatives and that makes her a fake. She's being represented by White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, her public relations firm, and uh, received an ex- expedited blue check mark of verification on Twitter. Yeah. So she is basically a, an astroturfed gaslighting um, tool. Tool, tool, tool. And until Facebook addresses who they really censor, this fake whistleblower is as fake as fake can be. I do want to get into the uh, the COVID thing right now. We just heard earlier today that San Francisco is, um, with, with no good science behind it, no good science behind it, issuing new restrictions in the city that are stricter than the surrounding areas. You've got uh, places in Australia where uh, they will send somebody to your door to check if you don't electronically respond to the state. But here's the deal. Um, COVID cases among children have fallen by 16% to 173,000 last week as a school surge winds down, okay? So according to the American Academy of Pediatrics, did you, did you hear what I just said? As a school surge winds down, COVID cases have continued to fall after reaching a peak of 250,000 in a single week in late summer. More than 60,000 children had contracted the virus, live in the South compared to fewer than 30,000 in the Northeast. Many parents have been hesitant to vaccinate, uh, to vaccinate their children because their kids make up less than 0.1% of COVID deaths. In my daughter's school district, hundreds of thousands of kids, six of, 600 of them tested positive last month. Almost all of them were asymptomatic or had uh, mild symptoms, and one was hospitalized. Los Angeles County Department of Public Health, I mentioned this the other day, between August 15th and August uh, September 13th, 7,900 kids out of 1.5 million or 0.5% and 1,100 out of 157,000 uh, faculty, that's 0.7% have tested positive for COVID. Okay? We don't need this nonsense. And I just read this, uh, this terrific study. Back in December, the CDC stated that the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine was 95% effective. Okay? Preventing symptomatic laboratory-confirmed COVID-19 in persons without evidence of previous SARS-CoV-2 infection. Indeed, in late March, the senior a senior director of the CDC, Rochelle Walensky, said our data from the CDC suggests that vaccination or vaccinated people do not carry the virus. Not the case. Fast forward three quarters of a year through the era of mass vaccination, and a Harvard researcher could not find any correlation. I want you to listen to this could not find any correlation between vaccination rates and COVID case rates after examining 68 countries, 2,947 counties in the United States. At the country level, there appears to be no discernible relationship between percentage of population fully vaccinated and new COVID-19 cases in the past seven days. 
The study was published in the European Journal of Epidemiology. Quote, in fact, the trend line suggests as a marginally positive association such that counties with higher percentages of population fully vaccinated have higher COVID cases per one million people. Are you listening to what I have to say here? Now, I mentioned the other day, one of the finest examples of this is that Kamala Harris is going to appear on The View. She has been double vaccinated. The staff and the and the people uh, you know who host the show, all four of them, I like to call them the uh, harpies from hell. It's a loving term. It's just a loving little term that I have. The, the harpies from hell show. It's like uh, you know uh, 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 Nancy Pelosi and uh, and uh, uh, you know her ilk. They're they're happy American grandmas. <clears throat> anyway. Notably, Israel, with over 60% of their population fully vaccinated, had the highest COVID-19 cases per 1 million people in the last seven days. That is just amazing. By comparison of Iceland and Portugal, both countries have over 75% of their population fully vaccinated and have more COVID cases per 1 million people than countries like Vietnam and South Africa that have around 10% of the population fully vaccinated. Well, that's kind of weird, isn't it? You know what's really weird? In countries where uh, hydroxychloroquine is uh, essentially um, aspirin and and uh, where malaria still exists uh, in those countries, you know, they're usually usually the African countries are the hardest hit by any pandemic, particularly Ebola. We're not hearing a lot from, uh, you know, Chad and Nigeria this year because the populations take hydroxychloroquine. Anytime the government says or big social media says or the Democrat Party says that something is misinformation or disinformation, you have to say it's questionable. Of the top five countries that have the highest percentage of fully populated vaccinated, that's 99 to 83%. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control at CDC identifies four, as the, four of them as high transmission counties. Uh, Chattahoochee, which there's a song about that, I believe. Kick, kick. Uh, McKinley in New Mexico and Arecibo in Puerto Rico. That's the, uh, the big old uh, telescope that uh, collapsed that uh, was featured in the movie Contact, one of my favorites. Counties have above 90% of their population fully vaccinated with all three classified as high transmission. Conversely, the 57 counties that have been classified as low transmission counties by the CDC, that's 26%, have percentage of population fully vaccinated below 20%. If I was putting this article on Facebook, they'd take it down. If I was sharing this video and audio on YouTube, they would take it down. They would flag it. If I shared it on Twitter, most probably it would be flagged as well. Lead researcher for the Harvard Center for Population Development Studies and a student researcher from Canada say the sole reliance on vaccination as primary strategy to mitigate COVID-19 and its adverse consequences need to be re-examined, especially considering the Delta variant and the likelihood of future variants. A July study of Israel perfectly embodies the complete lack of efficacy from vaccine, uh, especially in recent months. In a study published in a European CDC journal, Israeli researchers in one hospital found studies a serious outbreak among a group of patients and staff of whom 96 were vaccinated, 96%. 42 patients and staff wound up getting COVID from a vaccinated dialysis patient who had an extremely high viral load. You got to be careful about that. 
So there you go. Latest study from Harvard says that uh, it looks like, uh, let me see, uh, school outbreaks are not that uh, frequent. Uh, it looks like that the big uh, COVID surge uh, in schools is winding down. And now they're saying that counties and countries around the world where there are higher vaccinations rates, uh, now they have higher infection rates than those who don't vaccinate as much. And you've got the government saying that you've got to get the vaccine. And you've got people being fired left and right because they decide they don't want to take the vaccine. And people who say they don't want the vaccine are called uh, conspiracy theorists and they are called, uh, they, they are disseminating uh, uh, misinformation and disinformation. So if, if it's winding down and uh, a lot of people have made a hell of a lot of money on the vaccine, and originally, uh, the, the last uh, CDC director in the Trump administration said that counties, cities, hospitals, municipalities all had a perverse incentive to not only uh, diagnose and treat, but also to put uh, COVID on death certificates. Uh, the perverse incentive was money. They got money. They got lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of money. And do you suppose that now things are starting to wind down uh, the last dying gasps of COVID, that there are people who want to continue the money train? Do you just, I'm just ruminating, I'm just thinking here out loud and I don't know, stating the obvious. Guys, if they really believed all of the hype about COVID being the worst pandemic in the history of mankind, then there wouldn't be a murder-suicide uh, still on the books as COVID death in Colorado. My wife, as a, as a friend, her father died in a nursing home of natural causes. They put COVID on the death certificate. He had never been tested. If this is the worst pandemic in the history of mankind, where are all the celebrities, the rock bands, where are all the, all the movie stars, where are all the high-profile people who've died from it? Where are all the politicians in Washington, D.C. who've died from it? Where, where is the senator from wherever who died from COVID? Where is the congressman from uh, wherever uh, died from COVID? Where is the member of the administration's cabinet that died of COVID? I mean, this is the worst pandemic in the history of mankind. I'm just being honest here. This is the worst thing ever, 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 ever. Why? If this is the worst thing ever, 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 why in the height of it did Anthony Fauci go to a Nationals game without a mask on? Why in the height of it did Gavin Newsom go to the French Laundry and party maskless with other people? If this were the worst pandemic in mankind, we would be wearing hazmat suits. Here's Anthony Fauci being confronted about uh, vaccines by an MS or no CNBC host. Her entire family has uh, has COVID, even though uh, her entire family, including kids, uh, have gotten the vaccine. I, I, you've been pushing the vaccine, and, and I obviously understand why I, I'm vaccinated, but I also have COVID, and it's spread through my entire family in the past few weeks. That's why I'm doing the show from home today. And I, and I just wonder about the public messaging around vaccinations. Three vaccinated people got This is uh, Sarah Eisen of Closing Bell. COVID in my house. Two unvaccinated children got it. Are, are you right. too casual about the limitations of the vaccine? No. Because... It does feel to me that, that these breakthroughs are happening. They're happening regularly. And we haven't really seen the government 
pay that much attention to them or warn about them too much. The bottom line is we were still able to get it and transmit it. It's time to spew out some random numbers and scare you. Thank God right. we're not in the hospital. I get it. I'm, I'm vaccinated. but okay. And you're asymptomatic. You're not sick at all. And your family's not experiencing any symptoms. By God, everybody panic. You can get but, it and transmit but, it. And the government but, hasn't but, been warning about that. But, 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 well, yes, but, I am. But, we but, have. But, 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 we've but, said but, that. And but, let me just give you the science yes. and the facts. Yes. If you are an unvaccinated person, yes. you have five times the likelihood of getting infected. Okay, that's right. Eleven times the likelihood. That is not happening according to that study from Harvard that I just quoted. ...of being hospitalized and eleven times the likelihood of dying compared to someone who's been vaccinated. Now, wait a minute. Just a week ago... You're saying now it's 11 times as likely to die with the vaccine or without the vaccine if you're unvaccinated. But last week it was 53 times as, as the likelihood to die. COVID-19 vaccines are safe, effective. This is last week. Convenient and free. They protect you, your loved ones and your community. Next slide. People who are not fully vaccinated. Yeah are eight times more likely to test positive. Okay, it grew one. 41 times more likely to be hospitalized. Now, you just said eight times as many uh, you know, times likely to die if you've, been, you've not been vaccinated. What is it now? I mean, last week. And 57 times more likely to die. Okay, kids. Now, uh, that's a week. That's a week. I believe we're being played. The NIH director, Dr. Francis Collins, stepped down. It was revealed that uh, he had some connections with the Wuhan Institute. And uh, many people are saying that he's stepping down because of that. Here is uh, Neil Cavuto sucking up. I mean, big time to the NIH director, Dr. Francis Collins, who appears to not be completely truthful with regard to money going to the Wuhan virus and the, uh, or the institute and, uh, and the source of the virus. I think you could say certainly the latter part about Dr. Francis Collins. He is the head of the National Institutes of Health and for the better part of a dozen years under three different presidents, he has been serving uh, just that. But he said, you know what, Uh, I'm done now. Uh, It caught the world off guard because uh, while he had kicked around the notion of eventually stepping down, the timing uh, surprised people. Uh, Dr. Collins, kind enough to join us right now. Um, Doctor, why now? Well, Neil, you know, you don't want to go out oh when everybody says, oh, my God, thank God the guy is finally leaving. <laughs> it's kind of a better idea to go out when people say, oh, why now? It's too soon. Yeah, he's just like Michael Jordan, except for Michael Jordan uh, isn't responsible for so many deaths. Just, just, just like Michael Jordan leaving at the height of his career here. Not saying he's completely, but the people at the Wuhan virus lab, I do believe, are. Uh, let's see. Let's go to uh, Stephen Edgewater. Hello, Stephen. Welcome to WCBM. Your thoughts, my friend? Hey, Rob. Great show. Great Thank research. Uh, I agree with you 100%. We are being played, which is why, I, uh, played, which is why I'm not uh, vaccinated. My question to you is this. I receive a Maryland pension, and I'm not vaccinated. Uh-oh. How long before they take that from me? I receive Social Security. How long before they take that from me before I'm, because I'm not vaccinated? What are your thoughts on that? Well, what you're, th- what you're saying is not out of, uh, out of question. Are you kidding me? If they were willing to take people who were heroes last year, being healthcare workers, uh, being teachers in, in in states like New York, and let them go, do you think they wouldn't use anything in their power? If you have any, if you are receiving anything as far as federal benefits are concerned, are you? Are, of course. Uh, and I'm I'm worried about that. Are you worried about 
that? I am. I am. That's why I called up, and I'm yeah. sure there are a lot of people in my situation that are, no, we're not going to get fired, but we are depending on these paychecks each month to survive, and it seems like they can just say, oh, you can't have it anymore because you're not vaccinated. I, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but it would not surprise me. Now, there is some big, Steve, there is there is some, uh, I've heard there is some uh, kickback on this. I've heard that, for instance, uh, Army Special Forces, as many as 20% of the members are ready to walk. And the government is saying, well, we're going to go ahead, just go ahead and make up an, a religious exemption and we will, you, you'll be fine. So I'm wondering if the backlash would prevent that. Certainly if people are dependent on, uh, you know, uh, Social Security and whatnot, that the, the numbers would be gigantic, particularly, I mean, you're an older gentleman. I'm assuming you're, you're uh, retired. Yeah, yeah. Well, age is a, uh, you know, age is one of those uh, uh, comorbidities that you have. And, and a lot of the times uh, the, the vaccine is not a good choice. And when you look at all the other data that I've gone through, I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't get vaccinated. It's your personal choice, dude. But I wouldn't be surprised, you know. It's going to do it for the show today, guys. I greatly appreciate you. It's growing by leaps and bounds. Thank you for joining me in the meantime, and please share with others. Just go to uh, newsmaxtv.com slash podcast if you want all the digital platforms where it's available. And, of course, we're on Apple Podcasts. You can go there or just the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Write a five-star review. That would be awesome. Uh, God bless you guys. God bless our soldiers, both living and past Gold Star families, police and all first responders, and you, and you. Thank you very much. And until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.